Welcome back to another episode of The Cook Podcast. I'll be your host, Sam Davies. With me, as always, is the beautiful Ben Mariner. Hello. And the Randy Rascal, that is Russell Troff. Good afternoon. So the world just keeps spiralling down and uh, our very own Ben Mariner has come down with the uh, corona. How are you, Ben? I'm all right, though. I'm all right. Hanging on, just about. Yeah, just about hanging on to the edge of life. Yeah, I, I crawled out of my ICU bed to, to do the podcast because it's, it's more important. Because it's quite important, yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's just, okay. another, it's, just, it's just another thing you've got to add to your list, list really, <laughs> isn't it? You know, you, you can tick that off as well. Um, in your your it's never like ending football stickers back when it's like it, it's like catching Pokemon, isn't it? You know, in your never ending quest to catch them all. Uh, <laughs> is this is this a shiny or not? I don't think so. Yeah, oh God, no, not at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> um, but no, as long as you're you're feeling good and you know, yeah, nothing's right. too serious. And it's um, the loss of taste and smell is a weird one. Like, I don't yeah. But you're quite lucky, really, because none of your cooking has any taste anyway, so you wouldn't know any different, <laughs> would you? It took me a week to notice. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, I did, I, I did have that before. I'd, uh, stop me if I'm repeating myself. But that's how we worked. Like, uh, me and my girlfriend worked out we had it. Um, this was, like, months and months ago. And um, so we had an Indian. And uh, afterwards, I was like, I said, uh, that was really shit, that was really shit no taste at all <laughs> and she was like yeah you're bloody right there and it wasn't until the next day it was like hold on no taste and then it was like yeah that was it and like, yeah. i've been like ill like spent like a day in bed all aching and stuff and it was like yeah that was it yeah yeah I is think that it's... how you are ben Were you, yeah i mean you it hasn't right? come yet but I've, yeah it just feel really tired all the time like you know everything's quite strenuous and like you can go up the stairs it's a bit like like yeah. you know it really kind of hits you still those cream cakes you've had yeah <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like struggling well. yeah but um no as long as you're all right mate but um bit bit, bit shocking isn't it yeah uh, it's getting it'll happen to you do you? you think oh it's just around and then you don't think you're gonna get it but but uh, obviously you do so that's the uh, never-ending threat of the corona But you're talking about chilli sauce, Ben. Uh, you're putting it in your tomato sauce. Um, I was in... Tomato soup, sorry. I was in um, a little town called Stamford a little while ago, the other week, um, when I was off from work. And that, is that oh. what they did, Shaun of the Dead? Oh, no, 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 that, 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 no, that, no. Yeah, literally. Hot Fuzz. That's Stamford, isn't it? No, yeah, but no, because that's... It. Yeah, it's called Stamford as well. But it's, yeah, but this is... No, this is in, uh, I think, Lincolnshire, just above Peterborough. Um but yeah, I was there. And do you know the brand um, Flying Goose, it's called? And it's the Sriracha. So you know Sriracha sauce? Yeah. Um, do, you, do you know, it's like the proper Asian brand. It's proper, it's really nice. It's called Flying Goose. And it's like, oh. the, clear, it's like the clear tube with the little green uh, swizzle nozzle. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I've got that in my cupboard. It's like Sriracha basically is like a really, really nice chilli sauce that you get from your kebab shop. Uh, but it's much nicer than what you get at your local uh, kebabi. Um, but yeah, they do loads of lots of different flavours. So I've got another one, and it's sriracha, but it's got ginger in it. So I put that in a bit of ramen the other day. It's, like, it's quite spicy, but the ginger really comes through. That's nice. Um, I've got a yeah, chilli sauce. Nice. Yeah, like a sweet chilli sauce as well. That was really good. And I bought a uh, hoisin sauce. And that was like, 
so everyone knows what hoisin is but this one's like really sweet and it's so like nourish do you know what i mean it's like you you put it on your rice you eat it and you're like oh my god you're just putting more and more you, hoisin you on it yeah so definitely if you yeah, ever see like it, if that you ever always. see that brand called uh, i think it's called flying goose or something like that um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's really nice. You know, you know, chili sauce. You know, the reason why it burns your mouth. It's uh, not actually. It doesn't actually burn your mouth. Just it's just a chemical reaction that makes you think that you are. Like, oh, really? your brain. I suppose, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. A, chem it's a chemical burn. Isn't it? It's like if you put, like if you put chemical from like the oven cleaning your mouth, like it'd feel like it's burning, but it's actually just like it's like chemical reactions. It's not actually heat. Mm. But I, but imagine, um, you know, have you seen the the competitions in America where they eat chili, chili, chili eating competitions. Yeah. <laughs> just insane. Some of the stuff. And it's like the, the Carolina Reaper, I think it's the, the hottest chili in the world or go like ghost chili. And I think, yeah, is it the ghost chili? I think, isn't it? Yeah. And they can, um, yeah, I think it's the Reaper and they, they literally, I think it's the second, second one and they're just eating them, you know, they, but then they're saying that a normal like bird's eye chili, which if I put in my mouth, I'd be, you know, if I just, bit into a bird's eye chili it's metal horrendous from that but it's like it's like 200 300 times more strong than a, than a you can't like, even it's, it's you can't even imagine hot. that spice can you like think about yeah. it like how does that even happen like when you like you're saying you eat a bird's eye chili and like your head's burning like how do you times that by 300 it don't even make sense does it no it's no just you, no you just be like don't know convulsing on the though, floor wouldn't you wait because I had the, there was this there's this hottest chili in the uh, hot chili sauce that was um, at a friend's one day, and it's like it wasn't like Reaper chilies, but it was like you know extra extra hot, you know like super hot hot sauce, and yeah. I had like the tiniest bit on my tongue, and it was so hot that you know your whole mouth just burns up, and then you're crying and you know and you you're gonna be like you feel like you're really sick and you're like hiccuping and you know, about to throw up, and it's like, how do you then take something that's like ten times more spicy and just yeah. eat it? Like, you know, normal. that's the sign, isn't it? That's the sign when it's too hot. Is when you get the hiccups. I've yeah. noticed that when it's spicy, it's like your body's just rejecting it, and you're 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 heaving, and it's like, whoa, what is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> so people who people who eat those really hot chilies, then that just means that their body must just have a a higher tolerance for spice so that they've got less feeling or just like yeah just yeah. constant coronavirus yeah but i yeah. mean i would just have to eat a chili now whether it would whether it would work oh yeah go grab a chili and do it now ben i'll, I'll order one and i'll let you know where it goes <laughs> oh so it's doing about three weeks then when it gets there yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i'll say it for the 2021 podcast when i don't have it anymore and then I'll buy it and be like, oh, guys, look at this. And then suddenly yeah. it's like, Whoa. God, I, ho I hope I don't know you guys in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> so I might die in the next few days. So it's fine. I'm yeah, you'll, be do you'll be doing a gardening podcast by then, won't you? <laughs> yeah, I'll be doing it with Alan Titchmarsh. And, uh... <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Did you know Alan Titchmarsh actually writes books? Did you, have you ever heard about Alan Titchmarsh being an author? Not really. No, actually, Do you know what kind of genre, genre of books he writes? Oh, it's not romance. Is it, is it like erotic sexual novels, soft porn or something? Yeah, erotic novels. That's his other job. <laughs> nah, a get erotic lost. novel writer. And <laughs> I know shit. I was just, it surprised me. I had to look it up. I was Googling it, going, fucking no way. Like, it is real. Like, he writes erotic <laughs> novels. He's a dirty boy. Well, he has spent a lot of time with a hoe. <laughs> Did you get that joke? <laughs>
What? Yeah. A hoe, a gardening, a gardening <laughs> yeah. hoe. Um, a hoe. We're going to look Fame, up don't worry. What, is, what is fucking books <laughs> Is it something like getting dirty with Alan Titchmarsh? It's something like that, yeah. Alan Titchmarsh. But... Getting down in the mud with um, Alan Titchmarsh. You've been titmarshed. <laughs> the Scarlet Nightingale. <laughs> the ultimate um, titmarsh. <laughs> there's one here. Uh, so his books are called um, Love and Dr. Devon. He's one of his oh books. God. Mr. McGregor, that's the other one. And then one is called Only Dad, which actually I really hope that one isn't. Uh, Only Dad? Only oh. Dad. I really hope that one isn't an erotic novel. <laughs> um, who buys them? I don't know, but they're, they're quite popular apparently. Bored um, people at home. People who love gardening. Holly, I think he's got he's got a couple of one. He's got a couple of what um, books that are just like you know general interest. But he's got loads here. There's there's at least sort of fifteen here that he's written. Um, <laughs> there's one called Fill My Stocking. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Big up Alan Tishmarsh, just get him on the show. <laughs> yeah, Animal Instinct. Yeah, so so we went away and I was thinking about what to cook and I was listening to your ideas and I was thinking about it. Ben, I know you said... Put them um, all in the bed. Yeah, yeah you, Ben said kebabs, um, yeah. Russell said mackerel. Uh, I had a real good hard think about it and uh, I just scrapped them off. Um, thanks for your suggestion. And ordered pizza. I completely ignored what you said. Uh, <laughs> no, so I went out and I got uh, I got a really nice saddle of lamb actually from the butcher, still with the bone in the middle, uh, and I just I just cooked that in lots of butter, lots of butter, garlic, thyme, and I did some. I've got loads of onions. Right butter. Yeah, um, I've got loads of onions. Sweated them down like really low and slow, and then I've chopped up some uh, cabbage. Sweated off some really nice bacon that I found. Uh, I mean, I bought, I didn't find it. Uh, <laughs> and um, sweated off, mixed it all together, a little bit of Dijon mustard, some cream, white wine, reduced that. So that was quite nice. Did that some with uh, like some sauteed potatoes, some mushrooms. Yeah, it was really nice. Uh, I got there though. Do you remember saying we had a barbecue? There was going to be a barbecue there. So yeah. I was thinking, oh, I really want to cook on the barbecue, get outside. I mean, the weather didn't really permit anyway, but I got there and this barbecue, it was like, it was bronze from the amount of rust uh, all over it. There was no no coal in it. It looked like it had been a nest for some birds. Oh, so I was like, good thing I'm not cooking on the barbecue. Um, but no, that was nice. So then we ended up going to the town, Worcester. Worcester, Worcester, Worcester. Um, by the way, we popped into Kidderminster, where Russell, I know you said he has some family there. Uh, no, yeah, my dad lives there. Yeah, no, if it is an utter shit hole, isn't it? Uh, no, yeah, to the people big time. I think they probably know it as well. Um, yeah, not big enough, that place. <laughs> yeah, second hand Brummies, that's what I said. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so he went to yeah, Worcester, right. and Worcester was really nice, uh, really nice high street. And we found this burger place, and it was called, uh, I think it's something like Han Bao or something like that. Um, and I knew I recognized the name, so I went on Instagram and I was already following them. Uh, it's a real cool burger place. We had, I had, uh, it was like a beef patty with pulled pork, a bit of red cabbage on there, some crispy onions. Uh, and then my partner had like an American kind of burger, you know, lots of American mustard, big pickles, loads of cheese and stuff. And then we got a side of fries, which were like mixed with sweet potato and normal, which were nice. But the real icing on the cake were these chicken wings. And they were like in a yellow bean kind of paste. 
and miso, I think it was as well. Yeah. Um, and then mm. loads of crushed cashew nuts and spring onions over the top. They oh, were nice. Yeah, they were really good. They were amazing. That was the best bit about the meal. To be honest with I you, love cashew nuts. Yeah, that, really I mean, nice with all that stuff. Isn't it? The the burger itself, it, it was a little bit disappointing. It, it looked amazing and when it came out you know presentation was phenomenal and really really looking forward to it but the pulled pork was under seasoned personally um i didn't really get the cabbage either like it wasn't pickled it wasn't braised it was just it was just a bit of red cabbage in there and it didn't really nothing really works together uh so on, on you know on paper it's it's an absolute winner who doesn't love pulled pork you know uh, especially with like if you've got pickled red cabbage in that but it just just a bit disappointing to be honest with you um executed. yeah and I, I get a bit annoyed about that sometimes i went to a place like that as well yeah it's just, you know when you're really looking forward to something or you think oh wow i'm in a place that is gonna this is gonna blow my socks off and maybe that's my fault maybe i had it too high up i held it too high um but yeah i mean i'm sure you guys have had the same sort of experience going out to a place that you think is going to be absolutely a1 and yeah just, i went to one Went to one the other night. It's uh, oh, I don't know if I, I don't want to say where it is or the name though, because I don't know. I don't know. No, slagging anyone. So I don't know. It's uh, well, what I will say is like it was someone who won Master Chef. Oh, I don't know when won it. they won it. Yeah, he won it. Oh, well, or, amateur. Uh, I don't know, but he's got funded. The restaurant really looks really nice. What we did have when we went in, we had a rhubarb. Uh, uh, what's it called? Rhubarb. You know, just like rhubarb <laughs> and prosecco. What's it called? Uh, like a rhubarb blini. Yeah, that's it. So we had one of them. Oh, really nice that was. And um, so just looking at the menu, it's a really cool menu. So it's like you think, oh, that's good. Uh, so some really like nice fresh ideas. Like there was starters. I ordered this. So donuts filled with like goat's cheese. And it's supposed to come with some sort of like uh, it wasn't lavender honey, it was some sort of honey, which I thought, oh, that's quite cool. So the sweet sort of like perfume honey going against the, the dry goat's cheese in a donut and all that. Yeah, Had it, nice. there's no honey on the plate or even to be detected. So it's like, oh. uh, we had some whipped butter, yeah. ordered that, and that come out like it's like, you know, you, you, they've cornelled it and put it in the fridge. And so it's a hard Rock sort of hard, block. Yeah. And whipped yeah. butter is supposed to be like like whipped cream, really, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah, so that was straight away, that was like, nah. Mm -hmm. And then, like, main courses come out. We had to wait in between for like half an hour. In between the. It's a bit too long, half an hour. Yeah, right? yeah it was. Yeah, it was like, ooh. And, um, and then, so the guy came around with some more lean ears as an apology said so uh messed up in the kitchen fair enough it, I, you know it doesn't matter me. if you yeah you have, nice yeah, you have a nice chat you let him off that uh so he's a fire alarm and... yeah is that who's is that it's me it's all right there is oh, ben, ben's, ben's cooking dinner <laughs> he's not only lost his taste he's lost his ability to smell the burning rubber behind him <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes that that's that's dinner <laughs> so yeah, so it's, uh, so it's place, but no salt at all, which is weird. So it's just no seasoning, and you know, there's like come out with a beurre blanc, no lemon juice in it, you know, which we oh, do the fish. So it's just 
no seasoning. And then, and then after the dessert, I ordered uh, it was like a lemon curd tart with a burnt toast or uh, ice cream. I thought, that sounds interesting. So I tried the burnt toast ice cream. I just didn't like it. it, no. it if you're going to do something like that, you've got to nail it and it's got to be yes. clever. You know, you've got yeah. to have the flavour, but not, you know what I mean? You don't want to have some burnt flavour in your mouth. And so I didn't really like that. And the lemon curd tart was just not sharp enough. Uh, yeah. And you need a lemon, a lemon curd or a lemon tart. You need that lemon, don't you? It needs to be sharp. Yeah, you need to know uh, it's there, don't you? And it wasn't. So yeah, it's a bit like... It's a bit disappointing. Like, yeah, it's like they tried to do something, but just not pulled it off. It's a miss on the basics. Sort of tried level, to go on. Yeah. Tried to go quite clever with donuts and burnt toast ice yeah, cream, but yeah. they can't even get their can't even get the basics right. You know, season. Yeah, just like stop putting so much garnish on the plate and get like three or four elements, but get them right or or something. So yeah, Ben, did you used to do a? I think it was it you that did a brioche ice cream. Uh, yeah, I did a bread and butter ice cream. Then I also did a burnt orange one as well. So two separate ones. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, I did a, I did a brioche ice cream before as well. So it's quite nice. Actually. Sometimes it's quite thick. You have to be so careful with how you do it because like sometimes it can just be like too stodgy and thick, and it will like it will soak up all of the mix when you try and infuse it, and it will just be like bread and butter put it, and you're like, right, okay, we're ice cream now to use. Mm. I one side, it's kind of t- <laughs> still going on. Isn't it? <laughs> oh my god! You can ignore it, but it ain't gonna go away. Yeah. I don't think I could just sit there at the computer and listen to the fire off. <laughs> just pretend that it's not happening. Yeah. Do that at work, you Okay, what's what, what's worse? What's more worse than a frozen oyster? Can you think of anything? Oh, God, no. <laughs> a frozen oyster, Russ. God, I know you used to freeze oysters, didn't what's you? What's worse than a frozen oyster? Um, what about uh, kidney? Kidney? What frozen? What like? What kind of kidney? Any kidney? Can't stand it. Do you not like kidneys? Nah. If I had to eat it, it wouldn't. Yeah, much more than fruit. I'm not massive on offal, to be honest. I, I, I like I like pate. Yeah, I love pate, but they're like innards from like liver liver's quite all right if you've got loads of bacon and stuff quite well, calf's liver's nice isn't it lots of butter okay oh, that's the second time i've yeah. said lots of butter in this podcast yeah it's just yeah. like faggot we used to make like um faggots a real nice dish actually it's yeah do you like faggots with, uh, yeah. well i mean <sighs> ben loves a faggot <laughs> sort of but like we used to get this mix from the butcher which just was chopped up heart lungs and all this crap and it's like oh god basically you could have made a hot dog out of it really couldn't you yeah we used to put it like in crepe net uh and then sort of like just cook it off in the pan then glaze it like jus and all this so it looked really cool but it's just like who wants to eat lungs and stuff yeah yeah it's a bit weird if i have to eat it like i think liver yeah ish but it's it's just the texture it's very like kind of Pasty, isn't it? Like you need to put it, you know, livers. It's very like it's not meaty. It's just pasty, really soft. It's a bit, you know, it's a bit. Okay, I think as a chef, you don't really see it this way, but it's a bit risky, isn't it? As well, liver. If you, you know, if you don't. I mean, I'd always have it. 
pink still liver. Do you know what I mean? You definitely don't want overcooked yeah. liver. I mean, there's nothing worse than that. That's probably what's worse than a frozen oyster is overcooked liver. It's yeah, like eating it tastes, a like, shoot. tastes like that horrible... Um, Irony yeah. taste, isn't it? Yeah, like, you're right, yeah. metallic-y taste. Blood sort of thing. So, but yeah, I, I like... I don't mind liver, to be honest with you. Um, oh, we had... Uh, do you like pig's heads? Now, like, I'm talking, like, get the pig's head, and we used yeah, to cook get it. get the meat from it. Yeah, like pig's well, teeth, we used, so yeah, pick used off to the like, meat. Yeah, we used to do all that, the aubergine, like, yeah, get it all up. And we used to, like, um, pan it up, so we used to have a little starter. It was, like, pig's head, sort of. Nice, croquettes. Yeah, nice, yeah, that's that pig's sort of thing, lovely. We used to see pig's ear, deep-fried pig's ears. We would, we would um, take the pig's ears and confit them and, like, really cook them slowly, confit them slowly, and then take them out, chill them, and then slice them. While yeah. yeah. And then, that's quite uh, cool, actually. And then you, you put it in corn flour, didn't you? Then deep fry it, and they come out like it comes out like crackling sticks. Yeah, little crackling sticks. Yeah, that oh, was yeah. Right. when it was done properly. It was alright. When it's not, when it's cooked badly, oh god, it's horrendous. Yeah, have you ever tried doing it like from raw pig ears, like without sous in it or anything? Yeah, it's it's cool. just like eating a tire. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Have, you, have you ever been to uh, Fergus Henderson's place, uh, St John? Um, I um. It's one place I've always wanted to go, but never. Mates, well, my mate's the head baker there because they do a lot of bakery stuff. They do donuts and um, uh, croissants and like loads of loads of bread, and they've got a whole bakery there. So my mate's the head baker, so they do uh, loads. Of stuff. That's really nice. That would be a cool job, actually. I think if I was to try something different, I'd like to try and be a baker. Um, just because I actually to that, actually. Yeah. yeah, I've always loved making bread. Like I've I've always been okay at it. Um, you know, it's not my strongest suit, but. When when we worked at, when I worked at Ten Castle Street, I uh, I used to make the bread every now and then, and I would always volunteer to do it. Go down there, used to make right. white bread, brown bread, uh, brioche. I used to love making brioche. That's probably my favourite thing to make. Um, mm. And that was us. We used to do little rolls as well to send out just before the starters. So I got a bit playing around. Well, I say playing around. I mean, probably not that experimental, but. All I would do is take um, the water in the recipe for bread and just replace it with a juice of a of a vegetable. So I used to like juice a load of carrots. Oh, yeah, like carrots. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and we used to put I used to put that into the bread mix instead of water, and then maybe toast off some um, caraway seeds as well. Mix that through oh, the nice. bread dough. So when you bake it, I mean, it's never going to keep its color because obviously uh, things like that when it when it cooks it loses its color a little bit. Uh, but it's still like orange. Do you know what I mean like a bright yellowy orange kind of yeah, color? Yeah, and you oh, came to it, and, it, and um, you know the carrot isn't that strong flavour, uh, but the caraway seeds yeah. are nice. But I used to do it all the time. We used to do um, another thing. I used to do is sweat off loads of spinach in like a really hot pan, blend that with a little bit of like chicken stock or just a touch of it to get it blending. Pass that so it's like bright and vibrant green, uh, and mix that into the bread as well, and put a bit mm. of goat's cheese through it as well. Oh, um, we could. Yeah. yeah, that was that yeah, was nice. Was Great. And then yeah. butters to go with it, like we were saying before. I know we talked about butters before, but, you know, like having like gooseberries, like coriander butter, or whatever to go with your carrot. Yeah. Stuff. Nice. yeah, I think it might have been like maybe a goat's cheese butter. Actually, we put with this with the spinach one. That would be quite nice. Like whip the butter with some goat's cheese. Yeah, um, that would be, nice. yeah, be really oh, nice. Oh, gotcha. walnuts. walnuts. Yeah. Oh, or you know, yeah. you know, when you sort of glaze the glaze the top of the the bun and then sprinkle some nuts over the top and then yeah. put it back in the oven. Um, that'd be really nice as well. I used to make brioche, and this recipe that I've got, it was um, one part flour, one part butter. So say you got 500 grams of flour, I'd put 500 grams of butter into it. 
So it's just like, oh, yeah. yeah. And if you didn't do it right, the mixture just split as it's like, as you're whipping yeah, it. Yeah, because you, you can't take the other butter. Yeah, you have to get it. You have to get like the temperature of the butter just right. Um, that was nice. We used to make brioche like that all the time. That was a good one. And you know what as well? I think maybe I said it before, a bit of brioche. I always use that for like doing French toast and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, much better than just your regular white bread. If you're going to do French toast, I think you've got to get something like brioche. Actually, yeah. you just jogged my memory back. Have you ever tried one of them cronuts? Is that a is that a donut and a... Uh, uh, made out of croissant. Yeah, croissant, croissant Yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah, really cool, is it, actually. Is it nice, is it? Oh, I didn't think it was yeah. that nice. I didn't, yeah. Did you not oh, like it? I thought it was, I thought it was pretty <laughs> rad. But I was like proper raving for it, and then I thought, oh, that's okay. <laughs> well, that's a shame. Um, you mentioned croissants before on the show. Uh, I'd love to be able to make a decent croissant. Uh, but I think that's something that takes skill. You know, that's. I yeah, think people don't think. I, I think people don't really realise that every part of the kitchen requires different skills that maybe yeah. are different to the individual. So you know, you say to people, oh, "I'm a chef," and they're like, "Oh, you can make me, you know, some croissants and stuff." And you're like, "Well, actually, that's a yeah. that's a skill. <laughs> oh, that's a skill yeah. in its own, isn't it?" That's a baker's job. Yeah, uh, that's why I think it's always good. It's nice to make your own bread. I and I used, I used to make my my own bread and all this but like actually if you can't do it better than the baker to get it get in from the baker I, I sort of baker. think that now actually to, to get the, the to best experience is it if someone ever had to go dating again and it goes out and then she's like oh you're a chef or she can make me croissants she's like oh no i can't do that oh you can make me some fresh bread yeah <laughs> i just feel like short with <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what what can you do? Well, I can't taste anything, so uh, having a great time. Oh, go, going going back to like different skills and stuff though. I was looking at. You ever watched that Food Insider? It comes up on like YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. You seen it like when they make uh, bread in like in Paris, how they make the baguettes and all that in like the um they do it in the folds of like this material, and they prove it up like that. Oh, nice. Is that? But it's amazing. I mean, they've got the the um. The bread recipe, that's amazing. It's like uh, you can't, you could never make it how they would make it in France. It's like a proper French baguette. You know, yeah. you, you got really got to chew on it. That's when you know you got a good bread. Yeah, you got to like chew on it. It's got to make your jaw ache. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Are you sure it's bread that you're eating? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I did realise actually that in France, the proper baguettes are actually quite chewy. Like you do, you know it's the difference, isn't it? And also, they, oh, they yeah, spray it a lot, and they spray it with water to get it nice and crispy and uh, beautiful when when it's actually freshly, properly made. Remember when you were at school and uh, you made bread, and you used to do all like the different plats and stuff like that, like play around with shapes with the dough. Remember that mm. making like just getting a plat going. And I think I don't even think I made the bread. I think it was just like you know one of those instant bread doughs that you just add water to it or whatever. <laughs> play dough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Play-Doh. I wasn't, I wasn't allowed to touch an oven, so I just got given Play-Doh. <laughs> there you go, Sam. You make the bread. Yeah. Okay. I, I ate it as well. That's where you got the idea for carrot bread from, because you just didn't make it as bright orange. Yeah, that's it. Okay, have you ever, have you ever tried those pretzel buns? Like, it looks like a burger bun, but it's like pretzel dough. No. Um, no. Haven't you seen them? Ah, oh, we used to, um, I've had them a few times. I thought about doing this. If I ever had like a, my food truck or something like this, I was talking to someone about it the other day, 
you can maybe do like a yeah hot dogs or burger like in pretzel bun because uh yeah yeah but like a cheeseburger and a pretzel bun imagine that you know a little bit bit of brisket actually like braise that all down and then like uh, gherkins and watercress pretzel bun wicked yeah a bit of um what's that what's that A, a jewish what's that jewish mate you know where they cook it for ages smoke it loads of pepper and stuff Oh, uh, the brisket, not brisket, but like the, um, oh, what's it called? Um, not pastrami. Pastrami, yeah, 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 big, yeah, big pastrami, yeah. That'd be quite yeah, nice as well, it, it? Yeah, they have it on the bagels, don't they? That's it, on um, Brick Lane. Mm. So you're right, can't open to do um, hot dogs in baguette buns. <laughs> Just like whole baguettes. Yeah. Hot dogs in the middle. That would do. Actually, but you, I thought about doing that. Like you could do like uh, just different hot dogs from around the world. So, yeah, your Frenchy dog would be like a Toulouse sausage in a baguette with uh, some brie and caramelised mar- yeah Dijon mayo, uh, and then uh, some melted brie, caramelised onions. Oh, then nice. your English one. I mentioned this one before. Right. So it would be. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be a Cumberland sausage. It'd be an Ikea sauce. sausage. Yeah, I don't know if they're doing them at Ikea yet. I might try and sell them the idea, though. Mm. I, can't, I can't remember what it was now. You've lost my oh, train man. of thought. <laughs> yeah, that's, oh, that's it. Smoked applewood. So oh. you got your you got your uh, apple sauce, Cumberland sausage, smoked applewood. And then... I like, I like that applewood, actually. That smoked applewood's lovely, isn't it? Oh, that's yeah, uh, English English mustard just on there. Yeah, not too much though, because it make your eyes water if you have too much, don't you? Yeah. yeah. You know, going back to going back to that, um, you were just talking about having a pretzel bun, uh, Russell. When I was yeah. at that, when I was at that place in Worcester, that handbell, they had an option of uh, so it's normally brioche buns, but then there was one. So the bun was a donut. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a. So an, idea, isn't it? an actual, you know, proper glazed donut with like sprinkles on and stuff, and then they oh. put bur- a burger in between. No way. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. And then another one, which was even more weird, and I don't know how they did this. They had the burger, right? And then they had like um, miso glazed onions, and uh, I think it was like char siu pork in it, which sounded really nice. I was like, oh, I'm gonna go for that one. But instead of buns, it was just like dried ramen. Oh what? What? Yeah, That's yeah, I'm not. Ramen. Yeah, like it can't have been dried ramen. Yeah, it can't have been. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. But th- it was ramen as a bun. But th- it couldn't have been cooked because yeah. it wouldn't be a bun, would it? It would just fall apart. Wow. It, but it was like yeah, like two circular ramen crispy cake things as a bun. Like what? There's, wow. there's, there's thinking outside the box, and then there's like yeah, and just doing it on your own. A bit weird. Right. All right, check check this idea out then. So it's like, I had an idea. So you know, like buttermilk chicken. So you marinate in the buttermilk. And then you sort of like, you'd have to get your chicken strips, do them in some sort of batter, right? So, but what you do, you get a matcha powder, so green tea powder, put that through the batter, then deep fry it. You'd probably lose a lot of the flavour. But when it when it came back out, then just sprinkle, dust it with more green tea powder, and then put that in a bun. What do you reckon? Do you reckon you, you pick up the flavour off that? Green tea and chicken. Uh, yeah, green tea, chicken. Green yeah. tea burns so easily. So even the oven temperature, it burns. 
So that would probably burn the batter, but you could just you could sprinkle it on it. Yeah, so you'd have to do that after. Yeah. Or you could do a green tea mayonnaise, couldn't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that might be better. Match your mayonnaise. And see, I shouldn't be giving my ideas away. Cause... Yeah, that's a bit um, wasabi in it now. Yeah, that'd be quite, uh, yeah. That'd be, uh, yeah, be quite cool. A bit of yuzu as well. We used to do uh, put um, wasabi and a bit of yuzu to get like it's a bit like a nectarine flavour and put that in the mayonnaise. That was really nice. I like, really spruced it up. That's why his GP's so low, just putting bloody yuzu and things. Yeah, that, that stuff's not that stuff's not cheap, is it? Eighty pound <laughs> for for a liter of juice. That's mental, isn't it? Bloody hell! For a liter of juice, like, but to put that in context, of so like you know, you get those two liter cartons of orange juice for four pound. <clears throat> Eight. What, what, what are you using yuzu for then? We used to just put it uh, in a in a bit of mayonnaise with wasabi, and then we used to we put that with. Um, uh, a like a cremeski so it's similar to a to a uh, croquette but it's like set so i think we used to i think oh, what was it i think it was lamb lamb shoulder pull it all apart set it with a bit of jus chopped up mint and you know i think we maybe mm. might put some capers in set it nice. so it was like rock hard and then put a layer of, of uh, wasabi over the top and then cut it into fingers, panne it, and then deep fry it. And then a bit of oh, this uh, wasabi cool. and yuzu mayonnaise on the side. And we just did some some pretty pretty flowers or pretty crests to go with it and sort of spruce it up a little bit. That was nice. Oh, that um, but you were saying about that, that tea and chicken, which that matcha, matcha and chicken. Which, Green tea chicken, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, that might work. I'd like to try that and see if it did work. Um, but at the moment on the menu, what we've got, we've got Earl Grey soaked prunes. And they're quite nice. Yeah, it's classic. Uh, yeah, Grey. Yeah, used to do Earl Grey panna cotta. Yeah. Used to, yeah. used to do Earl Grey panna cotta. And what's that? Uh, like a, and then so I used to set it in a, in a tea cup. Right. So you've got your Earl Grey panna cotta. Then I'd set a uh, Kahlua jelly on top of that. So it looked brown. Uh, and then I'd have like two little donuts as sugar cubes just on the side with like the spoon. And that's how it used to go out. Really simple, but it was like, Interesting. What, yeah, what, yeah. What's that donut called from uh, Spain? Uh, churro, churro, churro. Yeah. So she used to make a lot of chur churros mix, and then just roll them into balls, and then deep fry them. And then when that came out, just dust it in uh, uh, caster sugar and cinnamon. <clears throat> oh, nice. Yeah. I tried. I tried doing something like that. I think it was like a yeah, Earl Grey panna cotta or something. And I did some, I did some gingerbread, ginger yeah, gingerbread with it, um, and some like cherry and cherry uh, puree with just like a touch of star anise in it. That was quite nice. That went quite well. Yeah. So oh, I'd love what? it if Villa won the league. <laughs> if they if they win the league, can we do like a special cook podcast uh, on in what? honor of Birmingham. Villa? On Birmingham, yeah. oh, God, it won't be a long, <laughs> won't be a very long episode, would it? The, the dishes of Birmingham. Yeah, yeah, we can we can do a couple of hours on that, can't we? Uh, chip scraps. Yeah, I suppose we could go through all the food points. Chips and gravy. Chips, gravy, chips curry, and curry and gravy. Sauce. Gravy and curry and chips with extra salt and vinegar. Yeah, um, and vinegar and salt as well. The other way round. There's a, there's a oh, difference. I know. Can't there's, there's old bolties and all that in it. Yeah, all the curries. Yeah. We could talk about a chicken korma for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, so pencil that in for next May. 
yeah. next May. Yeah. yeah, record this, Ben. Obviously, you are, but we'll come back to this in May. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to this in May, and we'll, uh, we'll we'll show Russell, and he's either gonna someone's gonna be eating their words, either me and you or, yeah. <laughs> or Russell. I, I'd just be happy to to not go through a relegation <laughs> experience again. It's so oh, draining. Every year, I'm like, fuck, I fucking hate football. <laughs> fuck it, fuck it. <laughs> Russell's uh, Russell's happy with a top sixteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. All day. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. It's another episode of Cooked Podcast. Make sure to hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, and don't forget on Spotify. We'll see you next week. Thank you.